If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. I'm your host, Andrew Brandt. The music you hear is from my son, Sam Brandt. So proud. He just signed his first publishing deal. With Position Music, check out Boy Blue Tunes when you can. Uh, the wonderful talented Sam Brandon, Boy Blue Tunes, now with Position Music. I'm going to do some rants about the NFL schedule release, which just happened. It's Wednesday evening, May 12th, and also have some more thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers situation with the unique perspective I have. Coming to you, I just want to let you know from the Southwest, uh, you hear some uh, tennis balls <laughs> bouncing perhaps in the distance, but uh, I was with my other son, not Sam, the one you hear musically, but my sports videographer's son, just finishing up his freshman year at SMU in Dallas, spending a lot of time in Dallas these days. He's doing so well down there as the manager and videographer for the basketball team at SMU and working with a lot of sports and uh, businesses down there with his video and photography skills and decided to come out to Arizona from Dallas and do some hiking and biking and that's what I've been doing. So I've been out in the Tucson area hiking the Catalina Mountains where that uh, incredible climb is that Lance Armstrong and the bikers have trained for years where you go up 25 miles. I heard their team even uh, bust down and did it again and again. Incredible. All uphill. Um, So I've been hiking the Santa Catalina Mountains, the Rincon Mountains. Today I did Mount Wrightson down in Coronado, Coronado National State Park, uh, Santa Rita Mountains. It's been great. You know, I'm always into being in the outdoors. Uh, a lot of you know I'm really into fitness. And the challenge that I've signed up for this summer, I try to do one every year, is called 29029 Eversting, where you hike, climb, the equivalent of Mount Everest, but in the States. So this is started by a guy named Jesse Itzler, Someone I admire, fitness entrepreneur. I think you, people, some people may know him. He's part owner of the Atlanta Hawks. He's married to, I forget her name, who founded Spanx. Uh, but he's just a fascinating guy, and he started this. I've tried to get in for a couple years. So basically, you go. You have from 6 a.m. on a Friday to 6 p.m. on a Saturday. You have to hike the equivalent of Mount Everest. In Utah, the one I'm doing, we have to go up 13 times to make that happen. So it's going to be a challenge in August starting my prep for trying to be a different kind of athlete this summer. I've been a speed athlete, uh, fast and short, but now I'm looking at long and slow, especially the uphill part, which I'm just starting to do here in Tucson. So I'm back to Philly tomorrow, and obviously I have a graduation at Villanova Law where I teach and where I run a program, so that's ahead. But just giving you a sense of where I am, Tucson, Arizona is beautiful. Uh, Obviously, it's hot, but the heat is so different out here without the humidity. So it hasn't been a challenge at all to be hiking uh, up in the mountains today. And again, today was an extraordinary hike. Um, It was 14 miles, uh, seven up, seven down over at Mount Wrightson, very close to Mexico. I mean, we looked out on Mexico from the top of the mountain. Okay, enough about the hiking. Now that you got my schedule and know where I am and trudging through the southwest and the mountains around Tucson, let me tell you about our sponsor. 
It is DraftKings, as you know, and what a weekend it is. The big names are heading headlining the UFC 262 card. You got Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler. There's no short of it action. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a heavyweight offer for this weekend's fight. 100 to 1 odds. One fighter will be walking away with the belt. Will you be walking away with the cash? That's right. Bet $1 on select fighters, and if they win, you get $100. Don't worry if MMA is not your thing. DraftKings Sportsbook, as you know, has great odds and promotions in basketball, hockey, and so much more. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS, R-O-S-S, when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 when you bet on a main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code ROSS, R-O-S-S, to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only. DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers apply. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call on a 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Okay, let's get back to the rants. Uh, I want to do the schedule release just came out. There's really not a lot to say about that. I know there's a lot of hype. And just like I talked about with the draft, it's amazing that you get millions of people to watch the draft, what I call the reading of names. And that happens every year with the draft, as it did two, three weeks ago. Now we have the reading of games, not names. And I don't know how it's going to do in the ratings, but the appeal of the NFL is just dramatic. First of all, uh, my experience in Green Bay, when we got the schedule, we, and I would say I, looked at a few things. Number one, late games, November, December games at Lambeau Field, because home games in that part of the schedule are a bigger home court advantage or home field advantage than the early part of the schedule. So if we have a lot of home games in October and September, yeah, not so great. If we had a lot of home games in November, December, especially December, home field advantage, definitely an advantage, especially teams not used to the cold coming in there in December. By halftime, a lot of those teams just say, we're out of here. You know, this stinks. We don't want to be in this bitter cold and snow in Green Bay. So look for that. Also looked at the Monday night games to see really not so much the Monday night games, but what was the next week like? And you're going to be home, but you want to see if it's a tough game because you have to do early prep for these games because you won't have a full week to prep. So you look at that. You also look at the when you're playing good teams or what you expect to be good teams. Moreover, when you ex- when are you playing these good teams and when are your division, oppo- division opponents who play the same schedule in terms of name same teams, when are they playing those teams? So that's always an important factor to me in the schedule, and it is even as an analyst when I look at schedule. If you're playing, say, the AFC West, and the class of that division, of course, is the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're in a conference or a division that plays the Chiefs, are you playing them early, and you may have a loss, but all these other teams are playing them late? That's good to know. Because you know you sort of can count on a loss from your most important opponents. If you're playing them late and other opponents are playing them early, you hope you've got a jump on the schedule and can get some cushion uh, before you play the Chiefs. Because, again, that would be a division opponent that is tough. Now, in the same division, if you're playing uh, you know, another team, Denver's not a good team these days. <laughs> we'll get to that more with Aaron Rodgers' talk. Um, 
you want to be able you know be able to play them late because it's sort of a nice guaranteed win if you feel like you can beat them. So those are things to look for. And for me in Green Bay, I always looked at are we playing at Arizona, California teams, Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami, Texas, Dallas, Houston. I wanted some weather. <laughs> I was living in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I wanted weather, and I wanted those games late in the year, uh, November, December. Let's be honest. You know, you love a road trip that you can use as just a break, a respite from that brutal weather of the upper Midwest. Sure. And the other part of that was if you if you're playing if you're working with the Packers, you play in cities like uh, Phoenix or Tampa or Jacksonville or Miami or San Diego at the time. Those are home games. <laughs> those are home games. All the snowbirds. I mean, you go to those games and you feel like you're in Lambeau Field. I could never believe when I played in those stadiums and we made a nice play and I looked around, there's this cheering. Packer fans go everywhere. So in those days, I was like, hey, if we get trips to those cities, A, it's a nice respite from the cold weather and B, it's like a home game. You know, fans come out for the Packers especially in those Florida cities. Wow, it was amazing when we went down there. Or Arizona or San Diego. It's like, wow, where all these Packer fans come from? Well, they're everywhere. Okay, and, you know, it's an interesting phenomenon of the schedule besides the Packer part. It gives hope. It's the same thing as the draft. I mean, everything's about hope in sports. The draft gives fans hope. The schedule gives fans hope. We're months, four months away from the season. We have hope. It's excitement, okay? And now the NFL will go on whatever. There's not a lot of news except for what I'm going to talk about next with Aaron. And, you know, this is what the NFL wants. People tuning in for excitement about the season. Excitement equals hope. Hope equals interest. Interest equals engagement. Engagement equals commitment to the product. That's what you want. So we're now done with the draft and with the schedule release, and the NFL has no prime time dates on the calendar until we get to that big week, which is going to be Tampa and Dallas uh, in early September to kick off the season. And my final and probably most lasting comment about the schedule release is the obvious point, which probably isn't made enough of. This is the first schedule release in the history of the sport with 17 games. We are now playing 17 games. This was the deal made a year and a half ago between the NFL and the NFLPA. A deal that I was critical of because, I, as I've said so many times, I thought the NFLPA did not, I repeat, did not get enough value for turning over that precious inventory of another game. We have lamented for years about the injury rate in the NFL. That's with one less game than we will have, I think, forever. I think that they gave away the 17th game, they didn't get enough in return, and we are never, ever going back to 16. Will we go to 18? Sure, at some point. I don't know if it'll be in the next CBA in 10 years or further down the road, but we'll get to 18. But we're now at 17. And, you know, the 17th game is hyped up. Obviously, the NFL is excited about it. They wanted it. They pushed for it. They made it a non-negotiable in the negotiation with the NFLPA, which somehow, again, players are still scratching their head because they thought somewhere along the way that was a non-negotiable for the players to not give up more than 16 games. But here we are. They got the 17th game, and they got the extra playoff game, and the NFL's rolling in dough, and they've got 
these $100 billion TV deals. They've got a team-friendly CBA. They've got sports gambling. It is These are salad days for NFL owners. So it's quite a time. Okay, before I get to my rant about Aaron Rodgers and sort of a unique perspective I think I have from my time there, let's talk about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Growing your business takes more than offering a popular product or service. It's essential to have the right people in place to ensure your company operates smoothly, has the potential to expand. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the best candidates for free. Get started by posting your job to reach LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. That's a lot. Fill out targeted screening questions. Get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation you need. Then use the tools they offer. They're very simple and easy to use. You can prioritize the top candidates that you would like to interview. So LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role. And your first job post is free. Free. Just visit LinkedIn.com slash BOS, Business of Sports, BOS. And that's LinkedIn.com slash BOS. Post your first job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get back to the rants. And I am going to talk more about the Aaron Rodgers situation. We have not heard from Aaron, okay? We're in week whatever, three of this. We've not really heard much since this sort of broke on draft day and became such a huge issue. You know, the the breaking it on draft day is still kind of curious because the reason would be to make it happen on draft day because 2021 picks are more valuable than 2022 picks if there were to be a trade down the road with any number of teams for Aaron Rodgers. So now it's become stagnant. And obviously with the cap issues, the only way to possibly make it work would be after June 1st. But I'm still here to say I don't think it will happen. Now, before this news broke, I would have said 100% Aaron staying in Green Bay 2021. Now I'm saying 75 to 80%. Okay? Not a lot of difference. It is a difference, 20%. You know, that's a big difference from a percentage point of view, but of course, I still think it's 75 to 80%. He's in Green Bay. Okay. I'll say this again. I've been saying it for a year. The Green Bay Packers will trade Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I've said this forever. They will trade him. The moment they pick Jordan Love, it put an expiration date on the Packers and Aaron. They will trade him, but they do not want to trade him this year. They want to trade him, and I don't know the answer to this, either 2022 or 2023. My sense is they want to trade him 2022. So what do they want? They want Aaron to continue his MVP-level play, give them a shot at the Super Bowl, and a realistic shot at the Super Bowl, once again, while they keep the seat warm for Jordan Love. Again, think about what is going on here. The Packers want their cake and eat it too. They want the best player in the sport to continue to perform at this high level while they prep Jordan Love to take the spot probably next year. And Aaron is probably saying, again, this is my sense of what's going on. I'm not down with that. I don't want that. What is that in it for me? Why would I do that? And this is the nub of the problem. Now, people talk about financial, doing the contract, restructuring the contract, paying him more than Mahomes, doing the... Come on. You don't get to financial unless you solve personal. If this is all about financial, I think that can be solved. And I think it could be solved with a lot of money this year. In other words, if they want to move on to love next year, fine. 
give him a ton of money this year, Aaron, because he's obviously played the, at the MVP level. He's whatever he's making. If he's making 30, he should make 40. If he's making 35, he should make 45, whatever it is. But that doesn't seem to be the issue. If they've had multiple meetings and money has come up and they've made big offers, it's not about money. It, once you get to money, that assumes you can get it solved with money. And my question is, can they get it solved with money? Because it seems very personal. It seems, as I've been saying, Aaron does not have someone in the front office he trusts. He doesn't have a point person. He doesn't feel a connection with anyone there. I've talked about Packard people. It is a way of doing business that is complete autonomy and deference to the football operations. I've talked about some of the scouts that have worked with the Packers, including a group there that are elite, excellent, prestigious talent evaluators, but they do lack some communication skills. So I don't know exactly what's going on with Aaron, but we don't get to the financial until you figure out the personal. So it not it's not simple. The Packers have maintained their stance. They're not trading him. Aaron has not said anything, but his people are saying he wants out. Obviously, there are things to be worked out. His former teammates like James Jones and John Kuhn and uh, A.J. Hawk are kind of saying, kind of softening it. It's not that bad. You can get worked out. We'll see. Okay, here is one idea on the financial side that may solve things. I don't know if either side would do it, but I want to unveil this here on this podcast. What if the Packers give him a lot of money this year and give him a void where he becomes a free agent next year? Not someone they're going to trade, someone that voids his contracts, a free agent like Brady was, and picks his team. Would he go for that? I think so. Would the Packers go for that? Uh, that's a hard sell because they will get zero, I mean zero, compensation for Aaron Rodgers if they do this. Now, they could go according to their plan. If their plan is to move to Jordan next year, get Aaron this year, that would solve that problem, right? Give him a lot of money and make him a free agent next year. That would solve the problem. Will it work? I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking about as a compromise. So I'll say it again. Here's what the Packers and Aaron Rodgers do. Packers give him extra money in 2021. They give him a void. He's out. Free agent. He picks his team of choice next year. Packers move on to love. Okay? The downside for Aaron, well, he's still got to play as a seat warmer for Jordan Love. The downside for the Packers, they will not get any compensation for Aaron Rodgers. Probably neither is going to be really happy with that. But maybe that's the deal here. Maybe that's the deal. Keep that in mind. We'll replay this if that is, in fact, what happens as the resolution. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll do a social on that as well. All right. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Hope you've enjoyed uh, my conversation about here out in the Southwest doing some hiking about the schedule release and about the latest with Aaron and the Packers. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. And please, if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, it's andrew-brandt.com. Every Sunday, I give you the Sunday seven, a lot of nuggets, interesting pieces that I've been thinking about. I hope you'll enjoy it. If you haven't already, andrew-brandt.com, my Sunday seven newsletter. 
Thanks to my producer extraordinaire Brian Neal. Thanks to my musical producer Sam Brandt. Position Music has now signed him to his first publishing deal. So proud of him. And thanks to you for listening. Apple comments on the podcast are always appreciated. Rankings really appreciate if you give us a good rank. Love that you join me every week. I'll open your feedback. And I'll be back next week with another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain. Every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab and go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16.